happy tenant is a good tenant. We did not intend to be in the property management business. The property management industry is very sharing. We're providing housing for human lives. And life happens to everybody. You don't manage as many properties as I do without the stories. Like six grown men jump back like, what the hell was that? Something's about to eat us. You're listening to the Property Manager Podcast, brought to you by Buildium. Real stories, real people. I'm Tony Milo from Buildium, and this is the Property Manager Podcast. Welcome to the Property Manager Podcast. My name is Tony Myla, and I'm here with Rachel Graham, Director of Marketing, and Fred Tracy, Video Production Extraordinaire. How are you doing today, everybody? I really love that Fred's title changes every single episode. <laughs> it, it does. And, it, you know, Fred is just, you know, a dynamic team player. I am well-rounded, just like the guy we're going to be talking about today, Salvatore. Nice intro, Fred. Thanks for that. <laughs> That's right. Salvatore Fuchsia, you know, he has been a, a longtime friend of Buildium, longtime customer of Buildium, and one of the things that always astounds me about Salvatore is his presence and he and his ability to pivot. Um, he has actually been in property management for a long time, and in addition to that, he has a lot of side businesses that are also indicative of his personality. Um, you know, before he started on his latest venture, he was doing something with social media and he, he pivoted again. And I think that really brings out one of the key themes that we're seeing this year with property managers. Yeah, Tony, we're seeing a lot of that this year with the spirit of reinvention that is present in the property management industry. Um, from the research that we're doing and the, the property managers that we've talked to, we're hearing that um, over the last few years, the job has really changed and property managers are looking for ways to diversify their income and to really, really find those niche places that they can add value, whether it's for their residents or for their owners. And Salvatore is a terrific example of that. And for anyone who doesn't know who Salvatore is, Google or YouTube him. He goes all around the nation. He talks to NARPA members. He's been to a few billion workshops. He really has some interesting insights and kind of out of the box theories and ideas that I just, I personally really like listening to. Yeah, and what's what I think is great about Salvatore especially is that he puts himself out there. Um, you know, the idea of you know, property managers being on social media and you know being very present present for their residents is definitely a newer idea, um, and he fully embraces that. Uh, so, you know, with that said, we're probably talking too much about it. We should just roll it because it's going to be good. Welcome to the Property Manager Podcast. My name is Tony Maiola, and today I am with Salvatore Frischia of San Diego Premier Property Management. How are you doing today, Sal? Tony, I'm doing great. I want to thank you for having me on the podcast. You know, it's always a pleasure talking property management and real estate with Buildium. Yeah, always a pleasure to be speaking with you as well. And uh, you are quite a personality on the property management scene. And uh, yeah, I definitely, definitely think that if people don't know you, they've probably seen you. Uh, whether in social media or you know on the just making noise on the streets of San Diego, is that about right? That's accurate, and hopefully they do recognize me from all the social media platforms and all the content that I've put out there over the years. Yeah, it's great. So Sal is definitely one of the influencers in the social media space for property managers, and he does it well. Um, so you know, getting into our conversation today, one of the things that I wanted to first start to talk about was the big changes that we've seen over the past year, um, which we'll be talking about in our upcoming State of the Property Management Industry Report. Um, one of the things we're seeing is the amount of new services that property managers are offering. And I feel like you can speak to this, Sal. Um, of particular note for us are services like property sales, brokering, financial reporting, 
building renovation and investment advice. So we've seen these services just gain a lot of uh, really you know, attention and they've been, you know, put into practice more and more in property managers' business to diversify their revenue streams. Um, curious, um, you know, what you've seen now, because you've recently pivoted your own business offering from being a social management uh, consultancy for property managers to something new. So could you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So, you know, it's not so much from my perspective, a new direction on what we're doing here in San Diego. I'll be honest with you, it's more or less just a direction of a pivot back to my core focus. So I think you touched on it a little bit. In the later part of 2017 through 2018, um, I was a property, I was probably one of the first property managers to harness the power of social media and social media marketing to, to gain national attention as a property management social media pioneer. And as a result, I was able to travel the country speaking to NARPA members as well as Buildium clients. I did a couple of uh, Buildium workshops, in one in Atlanta and one in Chicago, uh, teaching property managers how to use social media to build their business and their brand. And now it's really pivoted back to my core focus, which is my property management companies here in San Diego, San Diego Premier Property Management, and then my newest venture, uh, tenant finder respectively. Yeah, that's great. And so when uh, it's great to learn about that, to hear about it. And I'm curious, like what really prompted you to, you know, focus back on your core services and, and go into and go in this new direction with um, with uh, with your new spinoff business? Sure. So the funny thing is that, you know, the tenant finder company that we're pushing out right now is actually been around since 2004. It was a service that we were providing through San Diego Premier Property Management for many years. And then we started to notice that the, the demand for the service was so great that it only makes sense to break it out and see if it can thrive on its own and it has actually exceeded our expectations. So basically, you know, there was a void in the market um, looking for that service. We broke it out from our existing property management company and now it's standing on its own merits and it is excelling and exceeding our expectations. So we're really excited about it. How would you best describe like how that service, how the service is different from, you know, your, uh, like from San Diego premier property management, how is it different? Sure. Well, it's, it's niche. So basically we realized that not every rental property owner or, or, you know, investment property owner wanted full property management services, but they dreaded the tedious task of finding a qualified tenant. So we can then step in and fill that void with our tenant finder company. And basically what we do is we provide, you know, lease up services that include full marketing, uh, professional showings, full applications, and we qualify the applicant. We provide car lease agreements and disclosures, car meaning California Association of Realtor lease agreements and disclosures, as well as we offer a qualified tenant guarantee. So it is something to where uh, it's a form of property management, but only the first step in the property management process. And in my opinion, one of the most important steps, and that is finding a qualified tenant for your rental property. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's interesting, too, to think about how, you know, you're focusing on this part of your business again. Um, because particularly, you know, we talk about technology a lot here at Buildium and how it can make property managers more efficient. But there has been a lot of technology that has come up in the past five years that has also empowered property owners to take more on themselves. Um, so do you feel, is, is that something that you're seeing in your market? 
You know, we are seeing it to some degree. I believe that there's never been an easier time right now to use technology for whatever industry you're in, um, to interact with people, to communicate. So we are seeing that. I'm not sure that we're seeing more people wanting to gravitate towards managing their own properties. Um, But what what we are seeing is that people are expecting faster communication. They're expecting uh, faster response times. And we see that a lot when you when you just look at the communication aspect of it. You know, there was a time when email was the fastest way to communicate, and now text messages have have trumped that. And I believe even Buildium's rolled out, uh, you know, an op- uh, an opportunity to text with tenants to make that process quicker. Um, transparency and maintenance requests uh, are needed to be dealt with faster. And technology allows that opportunity. The automated portion of that allows for that. So I think that that's what we're seeing. Now the end user, how they want to incorporate that, you know, that obviously is perceived as something that's easier to be done. But the truth is, is that I don't think we're seeing a lot of people wanting to manage their own properties as they are wanting to just maybe control the process from a central location, which is their phone. That's a great, uh, great insight because yeah, definitely. um, And that's good to hear too, because of course, property managers offer their own unique set of, of insight and expertise uh, that you know the average person can't do, uh, especially with all of the regulation changes that are going on right now across the country. Um, definitely lots of opportunities for property managers to continue to add value. So you mentioned that your the business was growing quickly, and I'm curious, you know, when you talk about Tenant Finder, what are who is your bread and butter uh, client? Like, what are the owners like who you're going after? Sure. So we have, you know, it's very similar to our property management um, bread and butter clients, uh, which is maybe a little twist. So we have the accidental landlords um, who maybe come across having a rental property that they didn't expect. Uh, they may want to, at first, they're local here in San Diego, and they may want to just try their hand at just getting a tenant in there without the monthly fee associated with full property management. So we are targeting accidental landlords as well as investors who are local and feel like that they maybe have um, they have a staff or they have the means to handle a, a small amount of rentals themselves, but they don't want to uh, put time and effort towards doing the qualification process. And they understand that that is an important aspect of the management portion. So they basically sub that out to us. We find and qualify the tenant, turn everything over to them. And then the nice thing about it is, is that if for some reason down the line they decide they do want full management, um, we can just basically turn them over to our sister company, San Diego Premier Property Management. And it's a great symbiotic relationship where we can cross market both companies and allow to, and allow us to provide services, whether it's just finding that tenant through our tenant finder company or full management through San Diego Premier Property Management. Right. So you've got just different tiers naturally with the different businesses that are connected. That's smart. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and so you've always been a prudent uh, individual. So I'm curious, you know, just going back to the kind of trends that we're seeing with technology and property management, um, you know, you always like to improve on your services. What do you think are some of the biggest challenges or future hurdles that PMs should keep in mind? You know, one of the biggest challenges that I've seen, and I talked a little bit about this at the NARPA manual convention uh, last year, and that is automation. Um, you know, automation, uh, I had a speech that I gave and, and I, the title of the speech was, you know, not to automate your way to property management failure. 
And I think when we start talking about technology and automation, we get excited because it is an opportunity for us to maybe uh, alleviate some of the workload. But unfortunately, what I'm seeing a lot of property managers fall into the trap of relying on the automation as the property management, um, you know, full service. And we need to take into consideration that automation is there to help us to provide our property management services to our clientele, not to take the place of us and to make sure that we continue to have and build relationships with our clients, letting them know um, who we are and what we do and to, to foster that relationship so that they can relate to us on a personal level. Yeah, I mean, how and how have you done that? I'm curious because, you know, of course, like I 100% agree with you and pretty much anybody you would talk to at Buildium would say the same thing that, you know, the technology in itself is not, uh, not the thing. The thing is your connection and the service that you deliver to your owners and residents. That is what it's all about and that connection that you have versus, and that's what the technology serves, not the other way around. So I'm curious how you've put that into practice in your own businesses. Well, absolutely. So, you know, first and foremost, I, I fall back to, um, you know, the foundation that we've created over the last three years, and that's our social media presence. You know, we utilize our social media and the platforms to build a reputation of letting people know who we are and what we do. So anytime you want to go onto Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, you name it, you're going to get an understanding of our office culture. Uh, we're family owned and operated. You're going to learn who we are as team members. You're going to see us interact. Um, it, it's not a stuffy corporate atmosphere. So I think that you know we, we're able to create that that culture with our clientele, whether that's residents or rental property owners, because they already know who we are and what we do prior to our first engagement. And then they continue to interact with us all the way through the process, seeing what we do. We're very transparent, lots of videos, lots of stuff on social. So they get an understanding of who we are and there's an actual personality behind our business. That's great. And so is that, is there a certain extent of like, you know, selling the lifestyle to someone um, you know, who could be a successful property owner and, you know, uh, be helped by your services so they can enjoy that, um, that growth themselves? You know, I, I think so. But I think more or less, you know, our, our thing that we've been successful with is we push the communities in which we market and, and manage properties in. We don't sell, sell, sell as much as we, you know, make the communities and the properties uh, first and foremost. And I think that's what's the most important aspect of it. Um, you know, there's a lot out there where you hear I'm the best or I'm this or we're number one or, you know, and we stay sure. away from that. You know, we stay away from that because it really doesn't serve our end, our end goal. We try and make San Diego, which is an awesome community, a great city here in California. We make San Diego uh, the first and foremost thing that we market and the communities in San Diego. And, and that's resonated well with our clients. And we've been able to leverage that into, uh, you know, significant growth over the last two to three years using organic social media marketing as well as paid social media marketing. We've, we've seen it here at Buildium and you do some great stuff. Have you done anything um, in your direct communities? Because I know a lot of the time property managers ask us like what they could be doing directly in the community as far as sponsorships, you know, with their feet on the ground um, to really show the community that they're in it um, with them. Sure. So one of the things that we're really proud of as a family owned and operated company is here in San Diego, we have a large military presence. And one of the things we're really proud of is that we really try and service our military community. Um, you know, we not only try and help 
the military service members who are deployed and have a property that need management or when they come into town to, to find a rental property. But we also uh, employ military spouses and we try and be a part of anything we can here in San Diego to help out uh, with our military. And that is something that we're really proud of as a family owned and operated company. Yeah, it's interesting because we, we just spoke with Glenn Russell uh, with the last in the last podcast episode and he's actually out of Virginia Beach. So uh, there's some interesting parallels, I'm, I'm sure, between your two markets. Uh, you know, San Diego, I'm sure, uh, has its own particular spin. The weather is probably hard to beat. Um, but yeah, it's, it is really interesting. Some of the things that we talked about as far as how regulation directly impacts the, um, the business um, and also the sometimes unpredictability of what can happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, regulation is something that we're dealing with here in San Diego. Um, the atmosphere around being a rental property owner in San Diego is changing. Uh, for many years, San Diego County was probably the most conservative county in California. And we have avoided rent control measures. Uh, we were basically untouched in terms of, um, you know, housing. And I think, unfortunately, that is going to change. That's my personal opinion. But uh, it's an interesting place right now to be an investor as well as a property manager. Uh, we've had a lot of statewide regulation that, in my opinion, will adversely affect the rental property owners and landlords uh, due to the um, housing shortage. And it's unfortunate, but it's, it's, it is what it is. And we now need to adapt to that and figure out ways to, um, you know, to, to make it work uh, for the community going forward. Yeah. And I mean, do you feel that there's an opportunity there? Um and maybe a potential silver lining. I know not in general, but in the sense of you know property managers being able to understand those regulations and you know, really help property owners hedge against liability uh, and of course do the right thing uh, per the regulations. Sure. Well, there's always a silver lining in everything. I'm always optimistic when I look at uh, you know situations like this. Um, I agree that you know it's difficult for an individual who may want to to do it themselves to steer clear of all the ticking time bombs that could be in the regulation existing and new proposed. So that is where property managers, especially in San Diego, can really uh, take the reins and educate themselves on what's happening legislation, legislation-wise and be able to uh, educate their clientele as well as potential leads and clients coming into needing property management uh, to steer them clear of anything that could eventually, you know, fall on uh, a housing situation, fair housing situation or habitability issue. Sure. And I'm just curious as far as, you know, what's going on in California right now and, and the San Diego market, um, like what kind of regulations are you seeing, uh, you know, affect property managers? Sure. So the two big ones that uh, that we we believe are going to be the most impactful, we have a Section 8 reform. So a Section 8 reform that's recently come down is, is uh, requiring all property managers to qualify Section 8 applicants uh, regardless of participation in the program. So, for example, in the past, if, if a property manager or a rental owner didn't want to um, utilize Section 8 services, which is a government uh, supplemented uh, service, they could just advise that they're not participating in the program. And that has been changed to where there's you're no longer able to use that type of verbiage. You need to now uh, actually go through and process the application. And that may not seem like a big, big situation, but unfortunately, here in California, we're a very litigious state. 
And if there are mistakes or if there's something that goes awry, or even if there aren't mistakes, there still could be a situation where somebody feels like they've been uh, discriminated against could uh, result in a lawsuit. So it is just unnecessary um, you know, lo- exposure for property managers and rental property owners with the forcing of the Section 8 reform. The other one that came down is the uh, new rent control measures. And as I've alluded to earlier, San Diego was, was one of the only counties – uh, cities that did not have rent control, and unfortunately, I believe, that's right. Yeah, unfortunately, I believe that's going to happen now. And you know, I say unfortunately because if you look at the two major cities to our north, Los Angeles and San Francisco, both of those cities have had rent control measures for many years, and both of those cities are have worse housing. Uh, crisis and worse housing shortage than we do here in San Diego. So the answer uh, should not be to, to to migrate towards you know what they've done up in, in those cities. It should be more housing. And unfortunately, you know when you start putting rent control in place, I in my personal opinion, I think it restricts the development which we need here in San Diego County. Yeah, I think it's an interesting take, and you know, I think that's true. It's like every community is different, right? Big cities don't operate the the same that other cities do. It's just not it's not a one size fits all thing as far as regulation goes. So we know a lot of property managers are navigating some of that right now. And you know, to be honest, um, it doesn't seem like it's going to slow down. It seems like you know more and more regulation will be you know a theme uh, as we move into 2020. I agree. I think that you know I've mentioned this before and I've used this term before. It, it's more or less a Trojan horse in the more prohibitive landlord laws. And, um, you know, you can become upset about that or you could just realize that that is the uh, business atmosphere at this time and you need to learn how to navigate it and work within uh, the laws that are in place. And I think that that's probably the most important thing. Um, Unfortunately, we are seeing, you know, a large uh, migration of people leaving California and that's unfortunate. They are going to neighboring states such as Arizona and Nevada. And, you know, at the moment, those states have more favorable um, you know, landlord laws, but like you mentioned, they're, they're changing too. Absolutely. Like you mentioned, you know, it's inevitable. I mean, you know, when you're bordering California and you see what's happening, those laws are changing and it's just a matter of time. So, you know, you can only run so far until you have to deal with, you know, how to navigate through these laws and make it work for everybody who the, the tenants and the landlords and the investors and the developers. Yeah. And let me ask you this. I mean, you know, we're talking about a lot of change. Like we've seen a lot of change over the past couple of years in the industry. And I think, you know, one of the the themes that is definitely coming through in the state of the property management industry report that we are putting out into the world on October 16th is that the definition of a property manager uh, is changing. And so I'm curious if you agree with that, if you think that the industry is at a tipping point um, and that, you know, if it's something that you're seeing and um, that, you, that you think that that's true. You know, I do think that the industry is at a tipping point and, and I'm and I don't think that's a negative thing. I think that every industry needs to evolve. We've seen that across the board in some of the major industries. I think there needs to be shake up. I think there needs to be new technology. I think there needs to be um, advances in our industry. So I say yes to your answer to your question. Uh, is the industry changing? Absolutely. Uh, it would be irresponsible of me to say no, that it's not. And I think that we're seeing that with some of the major disruptors that are coming down the line. And I spoke a little bit about this over the last year or so in various speeches and engagements where you know I warned a lot of property managers that we have behemoth companies right. that are well-financed, um, have brand recognition, 
and they have the inventory uh, to, to cause an issue if some of these property management companies aren't creating their own uh, micro uh, community using their social media marketing. And I stand by that. I still think that the industry will be uh, changed and it will be for the better. And I think that there will be some growing pains. And unfortunately, some people will no longer uh, be in the industry. But I think when, when it's all said and done, uh, there will be a more cohesive um, type of, of industry and, and service provided to the end user. And, and I agree. I, I don't think it's a negative thing. It's just change can be a positive thing if you move with it and uh, and adapt. So quick question for you here. So fill in the blank for me. In five years, property managers will have to <laughs> blank. That's a hard one, to be honest with you. Um, in five years, property managers will have to be more transparent and faster in the services that they provide. We're seeing that as far as, far as like consumer preferences go. Um, you know, we've seen it you know, from our research with how you know owners expect service, how residents expect service. It's like one of the reasons why we're putting so much into the new Resident Center app and allowing property managers to communicate more seamlessly with their residents because we know that that's just not it's not going away. And you know, honestly, the industry has been slower to adapt and adopt those practices, but, but now it's here, you know, it's not, and it's not going anywhere. Absolutely. So a hundred percent yeah. agree. The, per, the perception is more important than the reality. And right now, um, the public perceives the property management industry as an antiquated industry, uh, similar to how they are maybe seeing real estate agents and what real estate agents and realtors are going through on their end. Uh, the perception, uh, for both of those industries is that there needs to be change. There needs to be, there needs to be something that gets them more up to par, uh, for, you know, for how business is done today. And you mentioned perception and this is something that's come up before in other interviews that I've done. And, and I think it's a really interesting topic. Um, particularly we, we spoke with Jason Hull of Dorgro. One of the things that he said, um, which I think is extremely relevant is that the industry has an awareness problem and that it has always had one. Like, especially when you look at it compared to even other countries like Australia, where, you know, most properties are not self-managed. It's, it's, um, it's something that there, it, it's a market where there are plenty of third party property managers uh, on the majority of properties. So I'm just curious if you think that that's still, you know, in your experience, if you've seen that as an issue as far as the awareness around the term property manager and, and how you think that might be changing as well. You know, I happen to agree with that statement. And I've had an opportunity to speak with Jason on many occasions. And we share those sentiments together where I think I'm surprised that we haven't gravitated more towards how uh, the Australian property management um, cohesiveness of, of how they deal with, with, with managing properties here in the States hasn't come to fruition. I'm surprised that it hasn't happened sooner. But yes, I think that the perception is important. I think that, you know, unfortunately, property management in the real estate, when you look at the real estate umbrella, property management is an end game for most brokers. So as they go through, they have a career where they maybe start as a real estate agent, they go to a realtor, they own a brokerage, and then later on, they get a little long in the tooth or something along those lines, then they go to property management, they're looking for that residual income to get them through. And unfortunately, that perception needs to stop. We need more, we need younger people in the industry. We need, you know, as we touched on earlier, technology, we need to catch up with the ability to use technology and social media marketing so that we can change the perception of the industry and we can 
then uh, lower the rates of individuals who even want to use the the uh, DIY approach towards their management. And you know, I think that that's something that I'm surprised hasn't happened sooner. But I sure hope that it happens, uh, you know, within the next five years. And and I honestly think that the way the industry gets there is it just focuses on, you know, what people are really want. Which at the end of the day, it's sometimes people don't want just managing a property. They want they want help with an investment. They want to have like to feel like they have a real, um, like a real advocate at their side. Right. And so whatever your sort of market is calling for, I think that, you know, definitely figuring that out and then marketing to that base will help the industry get there. Um, and I've seen that happen with like, you know, so far, at least in the Boston market, you know, property management companies, not even calling themselves that they're, you know, investment consultants or they're, they're saying something else and their, their pitch is much more geared towards that. Absolutely. And, and ultimately what, you know, what I've always said is that people don't want to do business with a logo or a company, quote unquote company. They want to do business with a person or a team or an organization that they can relate to. Um, you know, they want to have that connection uh, that is that is greater than just the logo or the company. And I think that, you know, we, we need to move more towards that. And as we segment out our property management services and provide these these different services to people, we need to be understanding of that and relatable. Yeah, 100%, 100%. So I want to close it out with something a little bit different than what we've done in the past. And I think it particularly applies to, to you, Salvatore, because you are a consummate entrepreneur. So I want to read this quote from Bruce Lee quickly. You must be shapeless, formless, like water. When you pour water in a cup, it becomes the cup. When you pour water in a bottle, it becomes the bottle. When you pour water in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Water can drip and it can crash. Become like water, my friend. So I'm just curious, what is next for for you as an entrepreneur? Because obviously you're always thinking about the next thing and adapting yourself. Yeah, so so I'm always thinking about the next thing. That's really accurate, and and I love that because that's what makes everything so exciting. Is looking for your next big thing, big moves. For us, um, you know, with, with Tenant Finder, and it, it's basically putting more marketing dollars behind this venture and really seeing where it can go in my immediate market. Um, going into additional markets, you know, we're really excited about looking at the Las Vegas, the Phoenix, the Los Angeles market. That's the type, that's the type of stuff that really gets me excited. Um, you know, puts a little pep in my step as we go. And then ultimately, I'll be honest with you, Tony, ultimately the, the thing that really fires me up is to roll out Tenant Finder nationwide in a front in a franchise opportunity. And, you know, we're doing some exploring on that. And if we can get to that stage and make that happen, not only is it really exciting, but I think it would be something that would really help uh, the property management industry. It would really help people across the nation. The biggest hurdle, in my opinion, for property management is getting that qualified tenant. You know, it's about 80% of the battle. And, you know, if, if you don't have a qualified tenant, owning a rental property can really be a drag. So it's understandable that you get somebody in there who's qualified. I love hitting the easy button for the end user. That's what keeps me going as an entrepreneur and just, you know, continuing to, uh, to find new ways uh, to, to, to solve problems and move forward. That is awesome. 
Salvatore, great speaking to you as always. And a quick question. You are a longtime friend of Buildium. When are you going to visit us in Boston next? Soon, hopefully. Uh, we had a couple visits last year, not in Boston, but I got together with some of the team, Sarah and some of the team, as I mentioned, in Chicago and Atlanta. We had a blast. We had a lot of fun. Uh, we met with a lot of great property managers in the Midwest and in the Southeast. And I would love to come back up to the Northeast. I'm originally from New York, so I know the Northeast well. Um, it's just got to be during the summer because I cannot take those winters, my friend. <laughs> yeah, there is a reason why you moved to San Diego. Uh, my sister is there also. So, yes, uh, I I understand after digging my car out of, you know, a Bomba Genesis snowstorm. I definitely understand. Um, so for sure, let us know. We'll have a welcoming committee uh, and bells. But yeah, great talking with you as always, Salvatore. And uh, yeah, we will talk to you soon, I'm sure. So I really love that interview. And, you know, most of all, because we talked about how the role of property managers is changing and how especially like property managers have to put themselves more out in the open and and really connect with their residents. So what is what is the reason? Why do property managers in general have to what do you what do you all think? Why do they have to really work on their social media presence? Why do they have to, you know, put themselves out there? I think relationships are inherently digitally powered these days. Um, you know, I definitely talk to my brother on Facebook a whole lot more than I do in real life. And so it, by putting useful information, relevant information out there, Salvatore and you know, really any property manager um, really reflects the understanding that they have of their residents or their owner clients um, by the information that they provide. Yeah, 100%. And I think that just brings, you know, Brings it to the to the place where, well, property managers thinking about their companies, they're thinking they have to think about their companies more like marketers. They have to think about their company as a local brand, um, and that really develops that affinity with residents, with the community, and is present. It's uh, you can no longer hide in the shadows, property managers. Now is the time to really put your business out there, and I think Salvatore embodies that notion. And that's a theme that we've seen over the last few years is really putting those relationships out in front and having those be the driving forces behind the strategy of your business. And I realize we talk about our research that we do all the time a lot on the podcast. Uh, for those of you who are listening, we'll put a link in the show notes, and actually we should put them in other show notes too, um, so that you can have access to our latest and greatest uh, state of the property management industry reports. Um, it's a great read. There's a lot of good local information as well as uh, trend and insight information. Um, but it's how we know that the property management role and the property management industry really has fundamentally changed just in the last five years. Yeah, 100%. So with that, thank you everybody for listening. And thanks to Salvatore. Really hope to have you on the show again soon. Uh, as always, uh, we had a great time and we are always open to your ideas. Um, we want your five-star ratings. Uh, please, you know, rate us, give us those ratings, and uh, we will talk to you next time. <laughs>